It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. It's great to be here. I'm always happy about Mondays because it's the first day of the week, and I have more days ahead of me to do great things. But this week, I'm even more excited because if God blesses me to make it to Friday, I will have completely been another evolution around the sun. It's my birthday. And I'm celebrating already that I have been made it this many years. I'm feeling good. I got good health. So on next on this Friday, the 27th of May, when you wake up in the morning, whisper a prayer for me. Say, you know, thank you for going Singletary. Bless her to continue to do the great work you have her to do. Help her to have her mind and heart. Do your work, your will, your way. And I would appreciate that. So, you know, hey, hit me up on, say a little prayer for me on my birthday on 27th. And I'm looking for the next year to be even better than this year because I am growing in greatness. So we're going to get into something going to be fun today. We're going to talk about customer service. And I know you guys all have a story. You have a point of view about customer service. So we'll get right into it, okay? So what is customer service? Let's just, you know, I always try to sit up with the thing about what we talk about. So we talk about the interaction between a customer, a consumer, a client, and who's making a purchase to the person who's selling it to them, a representative of the company or the organization who's selling it. So once again, it is the interaction between a customer, a client, or whatever who is making a purchase, and that's a purchase to buy something tangible, to purchase a service or whatever, and or the representative that is representing that company or organization you're dealing with. That is customer service, how you handle me, how you welcome me, how you answer my questions, and more importantly, how you follow up, especially if I have an issue, a challenge, or question. Now, the issue of customer service has evolved over the years. We have it's our population from people talking with you, calling you up on the phone. Remember days ago, I'm going to tell you how old I am. Um, I remember my grandmother would have the, the man come to the house to sell insurance, you know, and every week or month or whatever, she'd pay him something on the insurance bill. Okay, that's one type of customer service. And, of course, there were relationships that were built in that, and some were good, some were bad. And there's other types of social insurances evolved from a just nomad coming to your house anymore, really just now doing most online selling. So that has all evolved. Then you know in the grocery store, you go in the grocery store, you knew the grocer, you knew the butcher, and you know, told what you want, know what you like, what was whatever. Um, now we see more stores, especially stores like the Walmarts and um, uh, pharmacy stores and things of that nature, doing more of the big box stores, um, the Lowe's, Home Depot. They're doing more online checkout. In fact, they try to push you to go to the online. They're trying to push you to go there. So I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't go to self-checkout. I know it's expedient. I know in these days of COVID, it may be safer. But I feel like I'm a customer. You need to do something for me, especially certain stores that make you box your own stuff up, care to call yourself. I, I want somebody with me. But that's just a little sidebar. But my question, the point I'm making here is the customer service piece has evolved and has changed, and, and especially on the fact that he self-serve I'm going to do a little bit more on that. I went to a, a store the other day, and there were two people at the counter, and I walked up to purchase. was doorway in front of me, and I walked up to purchase a couple of things. And one of the ladies said, I can help you over here at the service desk. 
I'm looking at her like, why would I go over there? I'm right here with you, and you just ring my stuff up. That's what I thought. And so I said that. I said, well, excuse me, you guys don't ring at the counter anymore? And her reply was, yes, yeah, we do. We just thought that. I said, no, I would rather somebody to ring my stuff, bag my stuff, hand me my receipt, and put it in my bag and let me go. Okay, so we're just talking about all of these different changes. Now, we would be remiss in saying that is these changes based on the times, um, economics, is it based on the pandemic, pre and post pandemic, are people afraid? What is causing this? Tell me your issues, your thoughts on um, customer service. Tell me a story. Let's just kind of, like my girlfriend says, let's get up and meet some stuff and see what you have to say about like, um about this. So I have a couple callers. I'm happy to see I have a couple callers. So um, let's see, 2905. How about I'm going to open your mic now. Tell me your name and tell me what you want to say about custom service. Okay, this is Ms. D. And um, I am just uh, customer service. I don't know that I have ever had a lot of it. But I just, just uh, recently we went and we were in line in a drive-through and was sitting there and looked up and realized it was been like five, six minutes. And so when we get to the window, the girl comes to the window and say, "Hold on, we change the shift." And I was like, "Well, didn't you know that earlier in the day that y'all was gonna be changing shifts? You know why is that? You know, a problem? I mean, and just the attitude that went with it, you know. And so five minutes later, when she came back, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I even want to spend my money here or not. You know, she said, well, nice. um, it's going to be another five minutes because we got to clean the shake machine. You know, that's all I came to tell you. Oh, wow. You know, wow. I mean, so, of course, we didn't spend our money at that Burger King. But <laughs> I can't say that. Um, I can't say I can't come name. You can say I'm Black King. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you know, and then the other night we were in a restaurant, and, and you know, a, a nicer restaurant. This wasn't a you know, this was a nice one. They had, you know, whole plates and real silverware and everything. There was no paper products involved in the serving. And so we realized that we're sitting here and the restaurant is partially empty and it's, you know, 7 o'clock hour, you know, so it's not like we're getting ready to close or they back there washing dishes or whatever. And it was one of those restaurants where they bring you out the hot bread. Well, they brought the bread out with no knife, you know, so by the time the person reemerged or reappeared, you know, I don't know if he went across town to go get some steak or what he did, but by the time he got back, the bread was cold. We still didn't have a silver. So we asked for some silverware. He said, well, let me replace your bread. So he brought us the silverware, came back, didn't have no bread, and then when he finally did come back to get our order, it was almost like we weren't hungry no more, right? And so it was, it was almost the part that gets me is not that stuff doesn't happen or people are new or whatever. It's their attitudes. It's people's yeah. attitudes towards it. Right. Right. It yeah. seems like it's certain brands that don't concentrate on the customer service aspect of it. And so mm-hmm. I I think it's a people problem. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the, the, the restaurants and fast food chains by us, they're paying daily. You know, you make it nineteen twenty dollars an hour every single day. You know, so it's not like you're, you know, like it was in sometimes where the pay was so low, you get what you pay for. You can't even say that anymore. You know, so some of it is a mindset and a mentality where we don't value the exchange and wanting, you know, there's no pride in what you do, you know. So I am disappointed. No, no, I I think you're so important on I think that's a a key for us. I'm going to want you to stay on for a little bit. I have another call I'm going to take, but I got to say that's one of the notes I made to myself to talk about is attitude. And is that from a person within themselves? 
in and uh, attitude based on the employer, how he instilled that in his team, his crew, his group of people, not only in fast food, but other nice restaurants and all kind of business, what comes down from top, you know, how that affects the people on the floor. If they're being mistreated, clearly that's going to affect them, um, or if they're not being encouraged or not giving training to how to handle customer service. So hold on there. Don't leave us yet. I have another call on the line, the last two, the last four digits, 2663. You're going to open your mic up and uh, introduce yourself and then um, tell us your um, customer service piece. 2663. Hello? Is anybody there? Okay, well, maybe they'll come back. Okay, let's go back to talking again. Um, you know, the thing I'm also finding, and I'm going to ask you, you know, people tend to believe that customer service all, also is equated with money, uh, financials. It seems to be in the best restaurants, in the higher-end stores, in the top-of-the-line computer companies or whatever. Do you find that to be true? And I got a um, Miss Princess to chime in on this too if you're around um, seven, nine, eight, three. Chime in this. What are you finding? Is there a correlation between the higher end, the more financially, you know, more established organizations, companies, you find that to be true or is that not true? You're getting poor customer service everywhere. So what do you think? You know, Gwen and Hi, thank you for, for inviting me in. I think the focus is the focus for some companies because there's a there's a um, fast food place out there that we go to for our chicken sandwiches, our chicken nuggets on a daily basis. And they, they now have a drive through of three and four lines. I mean they have an overpass and they, they're out there serving you. And I said all that to say I've been um at another conference and seeing the conference for this company. And the first thing they talk about is approaching and trying to use a client's name and providing that customer service and trying to still make sure that, you know, fast food is still, you know, a drive through and you're not sitting there 10, 15 minutes. I agree with the previous caller in that the level that we've known from every box store, restaurants, um, retail I think it's kind of it's gone and I, and I think maybe it's because of um, the times post-pandemic and some just that generation that this level of customer service we 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 won't see again and maybe that has a lot to do with self-checkout which is another whole Oprah show for me um, <laughs> self-checkout so but I, like um, I think it's a, it's a combination of both Gwen yeah well, listen, guys, anyone who has anything they want to add, chime in, suggestions, questions, call us in, 515-602-9767. Once again, 515-602-9767. Let's check one more time. Is the person on uh, last four digits 2663? Check and see their mic. Are they the there? Last four, the last two, four six, of six, your three. phone number is 2663. Right, 2663. It's the last four digits of your phone number. Are you there? Hello? I guess not. Okay, let's go on. Hello. Then. I guess they just want to listen. Oh, 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 yes, oh they are. There, there, there. there they are. Hello, two six I am great. Introduce yourself and give us your input. Give us some reason to think about talk about customer service. Your story, your question about what's going on with you, your opinion, your thoughts, or why it is what it is. But tell us all about what you think about customer service. Of course, give us your story. I think customer service has truly plummeted. We've seen the generations. My name's Carolyn Cole. 
And uh, I think it goes back a, a lot further. I think it's something that, you know how your parents used to tell you, you know, the kindness and everything begins at home. Mm-hmm. And we're and we're not we're not getting that anymore in terms of the training. We keep relying on other folks to train us in just the basic manners that was used to be very important. Because the basis for customer service is just manners, good manners. And That's those right. attitudes that we're running into out here, mm-hmm. the attitude it's amazing. I was at a fast food restaurant some years ago. And uh, when a woman came in and said um, what she ordered had not been cooked properly, and the young man uh, uh, said from across the counter from the, the from where he was cooking said, uh, "Well, why don't you come back here and cook it yourself?" And she said, "Well, I will. I'll do just that." And they actually opened the door, let her go in, and. She's back there at the grill cooking her own burger. And, of course, if the health department had seen all of this, it would have been a different story. And it's, it's a national chain that allowed that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, an employee, not the manager. Mm-hmm. But I thought at that moment, this has got to be the lowest of the low. Yeah. And, yeah. no, but it is, it is the basics to me is good manners. And mm-hmm. what we've allowed ourselves to do in this country is embrace a concept that says the nastier we can be to someone, forget about civility, and let's just, you know, let, let it rip. And we see it all the time. Reality television promoted it, encouraged mm-hmm. it, and nurtured it. And then we're standing out here trying to figure out how to get it back. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing, thing, two things came to my mind as you were talking, Carolyn. Um, first of all, we've said a lot of things about drive-through and fast food, and, and, and let me just say something about that. They do tend to have a negative, but there are, and it can be done. We just talked about one other chain that you know they, they mm-hmm. ask your name and they service you. I remember years ago I was on the West Coast as a national chain on the West Coast, and uh, I, I went into the restaurant, and um, two things happened. The person I was with was kind of testing them out, and he said, "Okay, tell me." What's the best burger? And this young man went into a nice speech. Like it was a pitch, an elevator pitch. I mean, if I had, if I had tried to teach him an elevator pitch, I couldn't have done no better. He said, well, I'll tell you what I think. And for me, I tend to like burgers. And because I like burgers, I would say blah, 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 blah. However, if you tend to like chicken, I would recommend da, da, da. I mean, he went to a nice little, nice little, nice, neat little uh, diatribe on what was his favorite burger, what he would recommend to the guy. I was blown away, okay? And then after I was getting my food, I was ready to walk off, and someone came up to the counter and said, I'm sorry, but this is not what I ordered, this whatever. And the, the, the counter person felt emboldened enough and, 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 and felt confident enough to say, I'm very, very sorry. Let me make this right for you. Go ahead and have a seat, and I will get this right, and I'll bring it out to you. Now, this was not a manager. This was just a, a person at the counter. And usually they would say, let me call my manager over. Let me. And somehow they had taught those people to share with those people, you have the power to make it right then and there. Not come back or you come, I'm give you a coupon to come back. None of those shenanigans. They had the power at the front line to make it right. And I thought that was just huge. And I think those are the kind of things we need to be able to empower these folk on whatever level to do what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think one of the key things you said was attitude is so important. The other part is the immediacy of it. 
how quickly can you fix it for me? Because bottom line was I am pretty confident that that person, when she walked out of that restaurant, she was fine. She would never tell anybody anything other than I had a great experience. You know what I'm saying? Because that person was emboldened to do what they needed to do. I think that is what the problem is. You tend to gravitate to that. And I think everyone, from an attitude perspective, can understand a mistake because we constantly make them. But when you say, you know what, I apologize, let me fix it and make it right, then that works from fast on up to a car dealership or building a house or whatever, the big ticket item. Any, you know, go ahead. I am sorry absolutely works at any point in time. And, you know, yes, we have. We talked about a lot of fast food situations, but <laughs> the, the, the folks on the phone who, oh, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's another area. The attitude that you can get just on the phone, customer service, I don't care whether it's to a bank or whether mm-hmm. whomever you're talking to, insurance companies. Uh, and I have had to say to people before at places, I, I remember one of my favorite ones is uh, the young man that I was talking to at an insurance company one day, and he just, you know, much, much attitude, way beyond what we were trying to deal with. And I said, I tell you what. I said, let's start over again. I said, ring, ring. He said, hello. <laughs> I love it. I I love first of all, I couldn't believe he responded to the ring, ring, you know, but I, I did that, and we started over, and he had to laugh at himself at that moment. He said, let's try this again, mm-hmm. you know. But I, could, I do believe if you come to – a company that has good customer service training, where it is valued, where it's important, I do believe, and you come from the kind of background where no matter how it was instilled in you at home, church, in your community, your school, that makes you say, I want to do my best, You're, it, it's, an easier, it's easier for you to wrap your arms around it as a concept. And on the phone, yeah. you can you can, you can hear a smile on the phone. You can hear a smile. And and what I want to say, two nine zero five. I'll let you do, we'll jump in one one minute. Um, what I think is important that when you do this phone stuff, because everything is automatic, um, automated now, and you can you can't get a live person to talk to. You got to learn the tricks of the trade, how to push the zero, when to push the star to get a live person. If you have a more complicated situation. It takes you more to get to that person um to, oh yeah go through all of these whatever but if you um i've been on a situation where i've contacted someone and said this is what i need and when the person said okay um but i can't help you with that give me your number and i will transfer you to so and so and so and let me give you their number in case we get disconnected okay i was already impressed by that so they mm-hmm. passed me on to the other person, and I shared with the person what the issues were, and the person did help me. But here's the real kicker. That person called me, the first person called me back and said, did you get what you needed from person B? Now, see, I can't oh. complain about that. I don't care. That took me a half an hour. I can't complain about that now. But you did what you need to do and over and above what you need to do. Right? Mm-hmm. You got back to me. So, D, I know you want to say something. I see you humming. What's up? Well, you know, that I, I'm loving this. So, and the other thing, too, I love what Carolyn was saying, like, let's start over. That's a good place. The other thing is when we do have issues and complaints, which is usually why we're going to customer service, especially on the phone line, there's some issue or whatever that we need to resolve on the phone, I always like to start with saying, I know you didn't do this. 
you know, okay. so this isn't personal mm-hmm. to you because, you know, if you're on the receiving end of that, it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, an apology is unnerving. I mean, you can, mm-hmm. you know, for, first of all, I, we teach our folk, and I have a service business as well. All of our folk are taught, regardless, it's not an issue of whether we're right or wrong, your customer is upset about something. So acknowledge Mm -hmm. that emotion and if they are upset. So I am so Mm -hmm. sorry you're having this experience. I am so sorry. You know, that just, it's not combative or defensive, right? Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is when we do get good service, I always go out of my way to compliment that person. What is your name? I'm going to send in on their uh, complaint line. I will call mm-hmm. in about somebody that is absolutely wonderful and you need more of this because sometimes we're so busy with the negative reinforcement, we don't get to the positive. So when I find, and, and I've actually, believe it or not, I've actually recruited people that work for me now from an experience that they handled very, very well when I got to see them in action. So I mean, That's great. we took a little bit of responsibility for it as well, too, and started saying, you know what, you got a hard job, but you keep on doing the right thing. People notice. People really do notice. I mean, compliment them. Let mm-hmm. them know. Send them things. There's on our, on our city website here, there's something about complimenting employees, the city employee, if they did a good work for you. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sending something regularly because i got to be on the phone with a lot of departments on a regular basis. I want them to know that I appreciate them. And then the service that they give when it becomes personal and then the other point that you were making, Gwen, about is it location-specific or is it certain brands or whatever, I think, it's, I, I think it has a lot to do with the brand. There are mm-hmm. certain brands that you can go around the country and the service is the same. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. and, and I love Culture's Ice Cream, for example. You know, mm-hmm. they are there. I don't care where you go, but they also have certain geographical restrictions They'll get close to the edges of certain areas, but they ain't going in the areas. You know, mm-hmm. whereas you got the dollar stores and, you know, where they're just churning and burning and raping and pillaging in communities, there doesn't seem to be a lot of emphasis on customer service because I know you need this store whether you like the people here or not. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think, you know, again, as a consumer, you know, we have to get vocal about that in certain communities. They don't even want dollar stores in their communities anymore because of the they're they're not good corporate citizens, you know, when they when they come into a community. You know, so I think we have to mm-hmm. use our voice and our buying power to mm-hmm. help the good, the bad and the ugly. Right? And so I think um and then come with solutions. You know, my other thing, if somebody calls our company or give us a bad review or something like that, what would make you happy? You know, what is it that would be, you know, what is it that would fix this for you? And usually they don't right. have an answer. Mm-hmm. 99% of the time they're going to have it. I just want my burger and I want it right. Okay, well, you still want the burger, so you still want what I have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and for mm-hmm. me, my time, you know, I, I value my time. So if people handle me in a timely manner. I'm scared of the people on the phone because I can't see you. I can't get back to you. I try to get employee numbers and this and that. The other thing, they won't give you their, you know, their employee number. I want your phone number. What's your name and your employee number? Well, by then they know, you know, you're upset. But then the other company, this call is recorded. Well, for what? You know, so what I do is I always talk to the recording. If you're recording this, put a time stamp here. We can use this for training. You know, and it's amazing how, you know, things change depending on what that is. So I like I think that. Got yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, it's, you know, my, it's mutual, you know, so I make sure I'm very respectful, you know, um, before I demand the respect, I come with respect. Good point. Okay, 7983, um, 
Princess, you got something? I, I do, and, and I like what both of these ladies said about it's so powerful to say, let me make this right. Or my apologies, what can we do to to um, correct this? I like this, and I wanted to give a shout-out to a Hilton Brand um, in Savannah, Georgia. was down there about a month ago and went shopping and, and Ralph Lauren, and, and, and I left my new suit in the, the room after we had checked out, and I've been home two days before I realized that I did not have that garment back. I called back to that hotel, gave them the room number. They had everything on file. They took a picture, sent it to me. They also sent me a link to fill out to where they can send it to, and then whatever the amount was to send it back to me. It was such a seamless and and professional process. I want to give them a shout-out because Mm -hmm. it was not their fault. But whoever found it turned it in, and then mm-hmm. they documented it, and they had the room number, the name on the room, and, and every bit of that, and they sent it back and packed it with some type of professionalism too. But, again, customer service, I agree with one, for the most part, is just really plummeted. If we can just use some line of civility and decency, I, I think we'd be better off. Yeah. You, you're all right. It's, it's, I think the best way for us to handle it is – to take it upon ourselves. I know that sounds kind of backward, but hopefully this is all going to be as our former presidency, a teachable moment. Um, you know, hmm. because here's what gets to me. Um, people, I think you guys also a lot of key points. Report, Carolyn, I think Carolyn made this point, that people are not taught. Um, prime example of that is, you know, I am uh, a little frustrated with going into stores, high-end stores, grocery stores, low-end, fast food, whatever. And you, if you guys notice, or just me, no one says thank you anymore. You know, it used to be, thank you, come again. Thank you, have a oh, good day. Thank you. Nobody says thank you anymore. Right. Okay. Right. So, that's, a really good, that's a really good point. And if you're a person who comes from a background of manners and stability, you find yourself giving your money to someone and you saying thank you to them for taking it. And, 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 and so that, that, that's a story that happened. I actually left the store. I mean, I, I run out, check out, and the person said nothing. And I got a little frustrated because I was, like, tired of doing this. So I said to the person, thank you. They said, you're welcome. I was like, <laughs> they missed the whole point. The point was I was trying to make them feel bad and say thank you to me. And they said, oh, you're welcome. So, you know, it really is like that. She really thought that I was taking her for taking my money, to your point. You know, I like the – and mean what, what you said about complimenting people. Uh, I'm a letter writer, so from the days of old, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm that person who's going to send a letter when you've done something great, and uh, I'm going to be the person who, they've made it a lot easier for people like me who love to do the survey of, about the service or who... So I'm enjoying that part of it and loving the opportunity when someone does a great job to send in, uh, to give that quick feedback. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I'm going to have the image show you in a little bit, but I have to say I think we got some good things about understanding people's attitudes. Uh, unfortunately, people are not trained the way we were trained. Um, it may be incumbent upon us to do a couple things, compliment them when we can, uh, write positive notes to their employers and all their bosses, right, even right there, because I've been in a store one time, there was a young lady who um, waited on me in a grocery store, and she was phenomenal. Blonde hair, uh, had a blue color in the hair, uh, may have had a, her nose pierced or something, I don't know, goth, you know, that kind of thing. 
And when I went, walked up to her, you know, I didn't necessarily think I would get good service. I got excellent service. And um, when I left, I walked over to the counter and I said, where's the manager? And so they brought the manager out. And I said, you see that young lady over there? And he said, what did she do? I said, she did an excellent job. I'm going to tell you right now, she was personable, she was professional, she was fast. And I live in New York at the time I was living in New York. I said, I live in New York. And if she lived in the city I lived in, I'd be hiring her away from you. I said, I'm just telling you, she is excellent. She did a great job. And the only thing that keeps me now from offering her a job is I'm here and I live in New York. And I know she can't move. But if she was living in the same city I was living in, she would be offered a job out for me. And I was in a position to hire her. So, you know, I think the point about telling people you do good things, complimenting them on good things, disarming them with, okay, I apologize, how can I help? Um, I'm trying to capitalize what we said. How can I help? How can I make this right for you? I think it's helpful. I think, you know, those are things we're going to have to do. And then, oh, once again, I take, take advantage of our teachable moments with people, like with, with the humor. You know, I love that, Carol, with the humor that's all over. You know, bring, ring, bing. Those are the kind of things we're going to have to do to, 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 to make, start making an impact. How big an impact, I don't know. But that's something we're going to need to start trying to do because we will have to live in a world where there is service. Uh, whether it be in person or on the phone or through a window now or a hole in the wall because of COVID, we still are trying to be service at this point. And, and, and that's what. So I'm going to give everybody a quick minute. Uh, do you have anything you, anybody want to end up by saying here? Give it to me. Let's go 2663, Carolyn. Quick, quick one moment, closing remarks. I do want to say, I do want to say the word training has come up several times. And one of the beautiful things about your program is that you shared a lot, you taught a lot. And so, Adding customer service and that formal training that we know is necessary, bringing this to everybody's attention, kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Deneen, 2905? Absolutely. I think the training is essential, and the younger, the better if we can hear things and uh, start with our young folk. You know, maybe we can change things that are uh, uh, generationally lapsed. Um, and then just be grateful. Just have an attitude of gratitude all the time and just thank God that whatever's bothering that person that particular day is mm-hmm. uh, not our plight. Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, Prince, we're going to end up with you, 7983. I, I agree with the ladies. And, and also just making customer service um, consistent and, and, and emphasizing customer service. I promise you it will change your bottom line, improve your bottom line, and you can reap rewards when you have better customer service. Absolutely. And we didn't even talk about the financial aspect of it because when people treat it well, they come back. Even cost a little bit more, they come back. You know, even if it costs a little more, your stake is a little higher than somebody else's stake, but I want to get that good service. I want to be treated well. I want to be pampered. It costs more. So from a business perspective as well, let's think about the bottom line, and this is one way to, uh, to, to uh, make sure you ensure that bottom line. Well, ladies, thank you all so much for calling in. I love this. This is a fun, fun show for me. I do this more often. I usually have one speaker on or I'm lecturing or something. This right here is just too much for me. I do it again. Well, once again, thank all you guys so much. I want you to have a blessed and wonderful week. Um, I want you guys to remember me on my birthday on Friday. Whisper a little prayer for me. Happy, pray for my happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Gwen. For growth. Thank you. Pray for my growth uh, in, 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 in doing the right thing and make sure I bring to you guys what is helpful, please, if I don't know what it is, hit me up on Facebook. Um, let me know what you want to hear about. We're going to talk about, comment on the show, tell your friends. I'm looking forward to more and more wonderful years. And thank you all for being here. And we're going to continue to go out and just be great. Have a good one.
Thank you. It's Growing in Greatness radio show with host Gwendolyn Singletary. We want to be your source for reliable, relevant, and informative strategies that disrupt the norm and to help ambitious achievers grow in greatness. Don't miss it. Mondays at 6 p.m. right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Achievers grow in greatness. Greatness, 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 greatness.